0: I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back, everybody, to the couch. Uh, What's going on, Dorian? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing good?
1: Doing pretty good.
0: Um, Yeah. Since we last last left our viewers. Mm. Last left.
1: Uh, They're not viewers. They'd be listeners. Listeners. Sorry. Unless they're just staring intently at our cover art. Well, maybe. Yeah.
0: We are talk so much about... You know, watching James Cameron movies—that I was just like, Mm -hmm. I I just had watching on my brain. Yeah. Um, we are leaving World War One. Yes. And we are going into a time period. I have absolutely no idea,
1: no clue what it is. Yeah, I think Uh, it's. uh, I think it's just fantasy land. Fantasy. That sounds good. We're just in fantasy land. Um, Circa whenever. circa yeah nothing happens here before or after this movie so it doesn't matter
0: circa do you know what his accent is no. yeah. uh, does anyone we are going to talk about the trailer to do little yeah robert Downey jr's do little um it's not a disney movie
1: oh it's not yeah.
0: It's not a Disney movie. Mm-mm. It's from the producers of Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Which is a Disney movie. Yeah. But it is, this is not a Disney produced No. Movie. Certainly
1: certainly wishes it was. It does. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Or a or a Harry Potter film. It's really Ooh yeah. Yes. It's like even I don't know, the talking polar bear too. I'm just like, You're even like ripping off Golden Compit like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like Why like <laughs> why? <laughs> um <laughs>
0: No all one right. saw that. <laughs> so Dorian watched the trailer for the first time moments before we pressed record. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and immediately, well, I
1: figured I because it was going to be uh, either Doolittle or Bad Boys for Life, right? That we reviewed, mm-hmm. and I just figured Bobby was going to want to shit all over Bad Boys for Life, as I did too. Because yeah. it's like I, I, it would be fun to talk about like that trailer just because of the perspective of like, wow, I never thought I would miss Michael Bay. Yes. But when you see someone trying to imitate Michael Bay, they're <laughs> always fucking... That's like what makes you realize that Michael Bay actually does something special. Right. Or at least unique. Let's call it unique yeah, <laughs> to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he has a command of that, mm-hmm. you know, that that imitators don't, don't have. No. Um, and, and this trailer makes it very apparent. That, that is the case. For um, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, for Bad Boys for Life. So, right. so I guess that's all that needs to be said about it. But I just assumed Bobby was going to want to um, extrapolate on this, maybe talk about Six Underground a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, talk about my boy Bay, as my wife likes to call him, your boy Bay. Bayhem. Bayhem. Uh, yeah, how I really want to have Michael Bay have a cameo in New York Ninja. Uh. Where he's wearing a T-shirt that says Michael Bay, but it's spelled B A E. Damn. Because I, I feel I, like Michael Bay would wear that shirt. I dig that. <laughs> I dig that. That's all I want him to do. It's yeah. just gonna be a cutaway shot. Like yeah. that's oh, Michael Bay's over there, and then he's it's Michael Bay, but just he's to wearing close a shirt. Up on the shirt. Yeah. yeah. No, it's him. you see him. I want to oh, show full, him. Just yeah. full. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and then you know we'll make sure the shirt's visible, but nice. Um, nice. I just want it, people to drink that in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it feels like a very drinkable moment. <laughs> Um but uh but anyway, yeah. Uh Bobby decided he was like, let's do doolittle. Yeah. And I was like, all right, no, that's a great idea. Haven't seen the trailer. I've seen some of the TV spots, you know, like snippets. Mm-hmm. Uh my wife still watches like television. Oh yes. You know, where there's commercials. Um, so so I catch some of that crap. <laughs> and uh <laughs> caught a little bit of the d- doolittle TV spots. So that was all I had now. I'm in, you know, I'm familiar with what Doctor Doolittle is as a property, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah, sitting down and watching this trailer, I, I I just I have so many questions that I have no interest in asking. <laughs> that's how I feel after watching this trailer. I think that's the best way I could sum it up.
0: Um, okay, so I I think I picked Doolittle because of what I watched last night. Mm. I watched a movie last night on Disney Plus that I had never seen before. Mm. Okay, and I think that's why I picked Doolittle. And I'm hoping that it sort of sparks a, a lively conversation like yeah. we have been having the last couple of weeks. I'm, I'm
1: drooling. What okay. what movie was it?
0: <laughs> I watched The Black Hole. Oh, okay. Yesterday, and I've been seeing a lot of there's on uh, on a lot of uh, movie websites that I you know follow and read. Um, a few of them have um, Disney Plus um reviews of move of old Disney movies that are on the service now whether it's animated or you know live action stuff like that people have been revisiting a lot of these old movies and reviewing them and just okay. talking about them yeah and one of them was the black hole and I've always heard of the black hole I've never watched the black hole I don't think I've ever seen it yeah and um it came out in 79 but it was like It was like one of the reactions to Star Wars. Oh, okay. So Star Wars came out, did this big fucking business. It was, you know, Madhouse. And so every studio was clamoring for, like, you know, the next spacey thing or whatever, right? And so this movie has Ernest Borgnine. Love it already. Robert Forrester. Even better. uh, RIP. Tony Perkins. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Maximilian Schell. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's an hour and thirty something minutes. Yeah. Okay, but it's a it's about a group of astronauts that go out. It's basically kind of the plot to Event Horizon. Okay. Okay. Their 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 ship
1: went missing, and then it reappears. They find they're, a ship. There's a distress signal. All of a sudden, appears like they actually later.
0: uh we're, as they're as they're traveling, they actually uh on the edge of this um. They come upon the opening of the movie is them coming upon a black hole Mm -hmm. in space. And then near that black hole, they find a space, a spaceship, like a space station. And I identify it as a station that went missing some time ago. Okay. Right. And so uh, the movie just feels like a way to show off space, spaceships. You know, they even have like a little R two D two droid named Vincent that floats, Uh and it just like just talks like a person, and it has like one expression on his eyes. Vincent, Vincent, it's awesome. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and so, um, but uh, they end up finding out, and one of the crew members of the ship, uh, the um, the woman, I I forget what her name is. Her father was on the inaugural launch of this space station Mm. that was supposed to go out and find other habitable planets. Uh, aside from Earth, in the universe. And so the ship is still piloted by Maximilian Schell's character, whose name is Hans Reinhardt, Dr. Hans Reinhardt. Sick. Okay? Dude, Maximilian Schell is just the right amount of kooky in this movie. Yeah. He is just, <laughs> you know, he, he's just been out there. But he talks about... They tell him like, "Oh, the ship's been missing for 20 years or something," and he's just like, "Yeah, maybe like 20 Earth years, but you know, not for me." Which is, you know, proves the theory of like time, you know, uh, gravity affecting time in like when you're near a black hole or whatever. I was reading like uh, some of the some of the trivia on it and and stuff like that, Uh, and it also made me think about Interstellar Mm -hmm. because of that sequence as well. Yeah, and so uh, basically, he wants to go through the black hole. And you know, go past the event horizon and like see what's on the other side, and all this other kind of mumbo jumbo. And thats basically the plot of this movie. There's nothing else more that happens than that. You end up finding out that all the workers that he has, like sunshine, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh, Except
1: without the last thirty-minute fucking (laughs) chase scene. Yeah. Fuck Um, Fuck you, Danny Boyle. I just sorry. Just hit you good. I haven't talked shit about Danny Boyle in a while. Feels so good. You just you just need to stretch that muscle a little bit. Just stretch it. Ah uh, yeah, I'm just like. Uh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, I'm about to break some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, sorry. That um, felt
0: really nice. But the uh, like the creatures, there's robots on the ship, but there's also like these like humanoid creatures that like wear robes and masks. Mm-hmm. Um, later on in the movie, we end up finding out that that's like the remnants of like the lost crew. That he's just like, he says he's saved them, mm. but they're you know they're kind of like. Uh, they all look like they've kind of been, like, lobotomized. They're just a little okay. zombie-ish, you know? And so uh, so anyways, like, Tony Perkins wants to go with them and see what's beyond the vent horizon. And the other crew's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And there's, you know, big action spacey stuff that happens. Uh, there's actually an overture in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Which is so kind of sweet. Full 2001. Yeah, full. Yeah. You just full <laughs> overture, and I just sat there like, oh, this is nice. It's <laughs> pleasant to see, you know. Um, and it's still on, like the dis. That's it's on the Disney Plus like cut of it because I I think when it was on like TV or whenever it aired, like they would they would obviously just cut that.
1: Oh cut sure. Yeah. Cut that for yeah. time. You know. Yeah.
0: Um, but it's it's not really a movie about anything other than this black hole and this mad scientist wanting to go through it. Mm-hmm. So it's like we find the ship. We get on the ship. Oh, shit, this guy's kind of nuts. Now we need to escape the ship. Yeah. And then the end of the movie is... Uh, everybody ends up going through the black hole. Like, the good hey, guys. Spoiler alert for black sorry. hole, by sorry, the sorry, way. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, <laughs> uh, The good guys and the bad guys, but it looks like Maximilian Schell's character ends up in, like, a version of hell, and it gets really fucking dark. Oh, sweet. Like, there's fire, brimstone, there's, like, people in robes, and it's really fucking weird. Samuel's
1: face is bleeding. Yeah, it's, yeah it's pretty wild. much. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then, like, the other crew ends up, like, in, like, paradise, I guess? So, I mean, I don't know. All right. But So the
1: black hole is purgatory, and they got... Pretty much. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and so I think I picked Doolittle because I watched it. <laughs> I know. Sorry. So, what does
1: this have to do with Doolittle? Because,
0: like, <laughs> you said it kind of perfectly. As you're like, after the trailer is over, you're like, what the fuck is this movie about? Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt with The Black Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, like, I feel like sometimes movies are made just to sort of show something off. Yeah. But what you're showing off isn't really that showy. Mm. And like maybe somebody or other people have like just done it a little bit better. So I don't know the purpose for The Black Hole other than to be a Star Wars rip. Okay. And I don't understand what's going on in Doolittle. Yeah, no. Other than Robert Downey Jr., I'm pretty sure is Dr. Doolittle or thinks he is. Yeah. And he can talk to animals. And we're on some sort of adventure. But there's like a... The trailer, I feel, is trying to evoke to me a sense of, like, those old classic, like, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. And it's, like, there's this big journey. And it's across, you know, this land and that land. And there's all these people that we meet and different cultures and stuff. But it's just so flat that it's, like, I don't really get in that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can see we're going on a journey. But I doubt there's any journey here. Yeah. No, it's,
1: it's, yeah, it gives you no, I mean, the trailer tells you literally nothing about the movie. I mean, I have no idea what the story is even supposed to be. Um, I have no idea what the conflict is here. What are we (laughs) running from? There's like a boat shooting cannonballs at us i don't know why yeah no clue no not even an inkling of who that might be and then just randomly at the end they're like oh now there's a dragon yeah and it's like what the fuck is any of this Mm -hmm. this is like it's so weird because it to me it felt like (laughs) it it felt like a lot of decision making that would be used for like an art house film trailer yeah Where, you know, there's not sure, maybe it's more of like a, you know, like an art house movie, a little more character driven or like tonally driven or, you know, otherwise not driven by like a strong narrative thrust of like, you know, oh shit, you know, the world's coming to an end and this guy is trying to save his family before, you know, uh, like his whole city explodes or something whatever, you know, it doesn't have something like that that's like an obvious hook, Mm -hmm. you know, narrative hook that you can, you know, draw people in with. It's a more abstract experience or whatever. Or an experiential film. You yeah. Know? So, you know, with a lot of those trailers, as we've talked about on the, you know, many times, what they do is yeah, usually take like a well-known piece of music and then have a like new arrangement or cover of it done that makes it this more like evocative kind of like emotional Mm -hmm. uh, piece instead of like a rock song or something like that, gives that another dimension and then just kind of shows you just like images, yes, you know, and tries to instill you with like mood and feeling and like an aesthetic kind of beauty, you know, that drives you to go like, man, I want to see this and understand like what this is all driving towards because it's all so evocative.
0: I would say a good example of that would be, you and I were just talking before we recorded about uh, you know, like our our, our top lists mm-hmm. that we're gonna do in, in like a you know in like another week or so. But you talked about Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor and Trent yeah. Reznor, and the very and the first trailer, trailer. for Social yeah. network, <laughs> network is is what you're describing. Yeah, is yeah that the, new the arrangement, Radiohead, imag- Creeps song. Right. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, it was uh, really interesting. Actually, we did a couch episode about that that we, we did. shot on my old Android phone yes. to be social networky. <laughs> And then it turned out the video footage was like fucking impossible Not to usable. deal with. Yeah, it was some like you know, Samsung proprietary, like dot three GP, you know, or something like movie file. It was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh but anyway, uh that was back when the couch was uh, was shot on video. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When we're letting the world see us.
1: Yeah, which yeah, that was fucking stupid. Why did we ever do that? So dumb. <laughs> but uh But anyway, yeah, no, great great example. And this seems to try to, you know, go that route with it, but, like, the images ain't that fucking evocative. There's nothing here that, like, is enticing me in the way that, like, it would entice me to, like, an art house or otherwise, like, aesthetically driven film. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, like, just taking that approach and applying it to, you know, like, a B-level blockbuster film that just clearly doesn't have a strong enough narrative thrust to give us that as the enticement for seeing this. Right. And I, you know, I can't help, but like compare this also to like John Carter. Um, Okay. That was the first thing I thought of where I can't, I I feel like the filmmakers think that Dr. Doolittle has a lot more cultural cachet than he does yeah you know i think these are a bunch of like fucking old white dudes that grew up with dr doolittle and like oh everyone knows who fucking dr doolittle is yeah but i guarantee you ask like anyone under 30 nowadays like do you know dr doolittle be like who the fuck is that yeah you know and so yeah even you know truncating the name like they did with john carter used to be john carter from mars was right. the name of the original like edgar rice burroughs oh
0: yes yes, yes, yes.
1: and yes. and you know he was like uh andrew um guy did finding nemo uh, andrew stanton andrew stanton yeah He, uh, you know, he very much was like, no, I grew up on this. Like, everyone knows this shit. We can Mm -hmm. just call it John Carter. And everyone's going to be like, holy shit, John Carter from Mars. And it turns out nobody fucking knows John Carter from Mars. Yeah. And, you know, even the trailer, this is actually perfect because I remember the trailer for that movie. I had the same feeling about it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm Mm-hmm. I have no clue like <laughs> it's this like steampunky Victorian era thing and then all of a sudden we're on fucking Mars yeah. and like Willem Dafoe is an alien and then there's like gladiator fights happening and like I don't – what am I supposed to <laughs> give a sh- I don't even know who the main – I don't even know who John Carter is. Yeah, right. You know, like – and it turns out it's because all that was made from the perspective of like, oh, you're just supposed to know this. Yeah. You know, and this Doolittle trailer is the same fucking way. Like, sure, maybe, you know – I even know who Dr. Doolittle is. So maybe I'm even supposed to know who his nemesis is. You know, if it's like a Sherlock, you know, Sherlock oh, Holmes oh. and Moriarty kind of thing, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but I'm like, I don't fucking have any clue. Like, this is just, yeah, this is just stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything in the trailer is just stuff. You know, there's no context to any of it. There's not even that part where like, it seems like so obvious to have the moment of like him finding out he can talk to a fucking animal you know why is that not the beginning of this trailer
0: although i do like i mean i i have no problem with like an an already established like universe
1: yeah right but i don't think fucking anyone knows this universe anymore you know that's the problem yeah that's the problem like (laughs) they're trying to make something that's part of an established universe but nobody fucking knows the established universe it's like if somebody gave me 200 million dollars to make like a film set in the chicago rot universe it's like Great. Now I'm just gonna assume that everyone yeah, has seen true. this movie. Right, like, right. no, they haven't. Yeah, Nobody yeah. fucking knows what this is. Like
0: And I think our last big Dr. Doolittle was the Eddie Murphy movie. Like in <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy did that. Fucking, which yeah. I I remember seeing it. I remember liking it. It was successful. And I think he did a sequel and there was like maybe one or two spin-offs. But I mean that movie that movie and that trailer did what your you know, saying right now that this one clearly doesn't is it has that setup. It has that setup of a doctor whose name is Doolittle, and he finds out he can talk to animals. Yeah, and then there you go. That you know, seems whether, like a great entry point. Whether, for yeah. yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, whether or not the movie delivers. Yeah. Beside the point, the fact is the trailer sets you up, and you know what's going on. Whereas this one, yeah, like even the new arrangement of you know uh, what a wonderful world. What a wonderful yeah. world. It's just like. I mean, I don't know. It's. I wanted to also bring up is that okay? So this is also. Can I
1: just mention real quick, actually, because I wanted to bring this up. This is just on topic, but um, so on IMDb, yeah, the official synopsis for this film. Oh, reads a physician discovers that he can talk to animals. Period. (laughs) Okay. That's it. Cool. So I'm I'm forced to conclude that there there actually is. Nothing happening here. <laughs> I mean, that just how what's, is that kind of settled it. Is look, there running time, you, dude? It's fucking.
0: It's just a one sentence. What's the runtime? Hour. 48? Hour forty
1: seven. Hour forty six. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Just I, I. I I can't help but think that there's just literally nothing here. Like yeah. this might be a perfectly accurate trailer to what the movie is going to be. It's just going to be a series of scenes. Just that. Yeah. This guy's like, holy shit, I can talk to fucking animals. <laughs> Let's go on a boat. Because, <laughs> you know, polar bears can survive in non-Arctic climates, like, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to make it, uh, you know, this, have, like, these emotional moments with all the animals and shit. I'm like, you're bringing all these animals to environments where they cannot fucking survive. Also,
0: his Like, relationship- if you cared about them,
1: <laughs> you wouldn't bring this polar bear to, like, the tropics, you know? Do you think maybe this movie does a...
0: Um is like a flashback movie, because if that's the synopsis on IMDb, mm-hmm. um, I mean, even the way that like uh, Robert Downey Jr. looks at some of the animals or interacts with them, it looks like he's been cool with this for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's sort of settled in, yeah. to speaking with them. Because yeah, it's not weird. No, it's not. And yeah. even you know, even like his uh, when he's on the boat and he has like that moment with the the gorilla where he tells him it's okay to be scared. Like it seems like. We've been working on this for a little bit. Mm -hmm. We've been working on like just fear in general. Yeah. So I wonder if like the movie does this thing where like it flashbacks between him discovering he can talk to animals Mm -hmm. and now the now there's some sort of threat which the trailer kinda gives us, but also doesn't at all. There's a dragon for some reason. There's a dragon, yeah. Which is Mm -hmm. that Mm
1: Why is there a Dragon. I don't fucking know. I like because they're just ripping. They're like, oh, we haven't ripped off Lord of the Rings yet. Yeah, so right. it's, oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's get smog. Oh my God. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, this trailer's atrocious. This movie looks like fucking garbage. It's not good. Yeah.
0: It's not good.
1: It's not, it's not even like acceptable. No. It's, I reject this trailer. Yeah. That's how I feel about it.
0: I wish there was like a Prince of Persia version to this trailer. You know, just like. <laughs> More sand,
1: more yeah. dirt, you more know, grit. more white
0: people being dirtied and looking like they're, you know,
1: that would have been sweet. I could have used more of that. Yeah, I, I haven't loved... had that in a while. I know. You know, I mean, it's been it's fucking industry, man. Just it's moving in the wrong direction. I know.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I mean, we got, you know, Prince of Persia. And then the one after that, of course, was Assassin's Creed. And we just haven't had another one. Yeah. Like that.
1: I know. And I fear we won't. Probably until until somebody, I don't know, like S. Craig Zoller could get away with it. Ooh. Like he'll write something where like someone's in blackface or some shit, but there will be a lot of complexity to the reasons why that person's doing that. Yo, could and you imagine
0: S. Craig Zoller's Dr. Doolittle?
1: No, I can't, but I think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is written and directed by Stephen Gagin.
0: Yeah, inform us, Dorian. Who is yeah. Steven
1: Gagan? Uh the writer of Traffic. Uh also the writer director of Syriana. So, you know, contemporary political thriller type of movies and then just this. Uh What if this movie
0: ends up being like a Trojan horse? It's not. Times?
1: It's 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 rated PG. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, this is like, "Hey, I'm tired of being relevant. I want to like actually make some money with my films." So, Give me that. And it, and it literally feels like this is just a guy who he doesn't have a single bone or instinct in his body that guides him to do this type of film. Mm-hmm. So what he's done is he's watched other popular entertainment in the family friendly arena that involves fantasy from the past decade and has just taken all of his cues from that. Like every stylistic choice you could imagine here. Is, uh, is is just, like, lifted straight out of, like, how a Harry Potter movie is shot. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, like, painfully obvious that this is, like, not this guy's forte. And maybe he's a good imposter. Maybe he does a great, you know, um, impression of, <laughs> you know, a, a family film director. That's not to say he can't do that. But, like, it, it, nothing about it feels genuine, you know. It's, like, you can tell already just from watching this trailer there's no identity here right you know this is paint by numbers this is like here's how you make a family friendly cgi driven film in 2019 so you know put red where it says number three put orange (laughs) where it says four and you'll fucking have your movie and it's not gonna fucking it's not gonna inspire anyone but you might just get enough idiots to show up to make a few bucks this is uh
0: this is definitely a movie like my dad would go see
1: yeah yeah um they're certainly trying to you know it's it's interesting in the wake of cats also yeah how this will perform because cats was obviously star driven you know yes. it's like and the list of fucking names you know for people who voiced animals for this movie right. is stupid you know like the you can't even read all of them they're just going by on the no, yeah. you know and they're all like recognizable names you oh, know yeah. they're all like big name people so but yeah, it's interesting because, you know, Kat's kind of proved that that like maybe that's not as much of a draw as people thought it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Having
1: that super star studded, especially when they're all, you know, if they're just not just, but if they're voice acting, they're not actually appearing in the film as actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially when, yeah, they're now now putting all that top name talent inside of a CGI character, particularly yeah. has like a <laughs> bad taste in people's mouths. Right. Uh has put a bad taste in people's mouths right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd be very interested that. To see how this, uh, if that giant bomb, and a widely publicized bomb as yeah. well, uh, has an effect on this because this almost just kind of feels like Cats 2. Same thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I know Pig Doolittle, and I feel like we're running out of gas yeah, with um, what um, to say about it, just like, which is fine. I feel yeah. like every once in a while, I kind of just want one of these. Where I'm yeah, just there's
1: like, not always like 90 minutes worth of shit to discuss no. in a trailer. This yeah. is like, it, you know, there's... There was hardly even five minutes worth of stuff to discuss. <laughs> I'm surprised we made it this long. Yeah, dude. It was like 35 minutes in. I was kind of like, I wonder where this is. <laughs> um, all
0: right. I'll have one last
1: question. Okay. Uh,
0: if it's a question I've always had in the past before with different things, but if you could see a Dr. Doolittle movie, who would you, mm. who would you have, who would you like to see write and direct it or direct it and maybe star in it?
1: Yeah. Mm. Trying to think of, yeah, who would be good talking to animals yeah. as an actor? As an actor. Yeah. And then who, I mean, is it, you know, it's like a. There's a, yeah, there's like a, no shortage of just like weirdo, random, like, you know, directorial choices you could make that would be sure, like, okay, yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. But it's, a, I don't know, it's one of those like, as far as, you know, making this like a good movie. Uh huh. I, I, you know, like 1980s Steven Spielberg probably would like actually oh. have made this into something okay. actually good. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can
1: see this, this seems like something that would have, you know, kind of been in his wheelhouse around that time. I mean, the talking animals thing would have been a yeah, difficult definitely. hurdle at that point. But, you know, if anyone were in a position to tackle it, it would, at, at that point in time, it would have been him or James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, you know, the thing here too is like even just beyond how bad this fucking trailer is, which I can't repeat enough. It's mm-hmm. it's horrible. Yeah. Like as a trailer and as an enticement for a film, <laughs> it's like this is so bad and yeah. just so telling of like how shitty and thin and pointless your movie is. Um but hey, you know, people love, you know, I like to eat a bag of chips every now and again too. Uh <laughs> But I just, I don't care about the source material. Okay. Like, I have no attachment to Dr. Dolittle. Yeah. I don't see the need for uh-huh. this character to continue to have cinematic iterations. Right. I'm not interested in any of them. Okay. Um, and I'm just not interested in, like, you know, a psychiatrist who learns he can talk to animals. I'm like, neat. Sweet. And I just move on. So I don't even have good answers to this because I just, like, I don't really care.
0: I would, um,. I uh, notably, I really liked. I watched the the Andy Serkis's Jungle Book movie, Mowgli. Oh yeah, on Netflix. I really liked it. Actually, I heard it's very very good. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. It, not the greatest thing in the world, but he does something different enough with it for me to just appreciate. It feels like something, you know, fresh, in in from like the Jungle Book. Yeah. The, from what we're, from the Disney you know iteration of it. Um, but, uh, I meant to bring it, bring that movie up on another episode we, we were talking about, but, um, I would, uh, he would be, Andy Serkis might be for me like a choice to direct like a Doolittle movie Mm -hmm. or like a Dr. Doolittle movie. But, uh, if I'm going to go like really off the wall with something and just, you know, take a bunch of paint in my hand and whip it, Uh (laughs) I would do, uh, I would do Michael Shannon, As Doctor Doolittle, and just like a a credits origin story, that you know we have him learning that he's gonna that he talks can talk to animals and all this other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But then we fast forward, and Doctor Doolittle is the one that's in charge of. uh, He basically becomes like Doctor Monroe, like Island of Doctor Monroe. Okay. And I say give that give that movie to Richard Stanley and just let him. Let him do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I basically want Dr. Monroe's origin story to be that he's Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets turned. Discovered that he could talk to animals and just took this like very nice damn, this crazy fascination to like a very toxic. Wow. Where he where just started splicing people and animals together.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it's way better than just really dig into the we getting psyche and horror of like this could drive a man insane. Yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. Animals are talking.
1: Yeah. When the, when the language barrier between human and animal and the rest of the animal kingdom has been broken, then all of a sudden the lines between them start to blur a lot more oh. easily. And that's when he starts, you know, now... Yo, that's
0: the opening copy to the trailer. Yeah. In the lines. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's so good.
1: Um, yeah, you could see him easily. Like, he's just, you know, maybe he's into... these. Original characters is from, like, the Victorian era, if I remember correctly. He probably into, like, some laudanum. Cocaine was a big oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Some hallucinogenic drugs or whatever. And, like, you know, he's just all fucked up on opium. And, Ugh. you know, he doesn't know if he's talking to a dog or a person anymore. They're all sound, like, people, you know, yeah. speaking English and whatever. And he just is like, whoa. What if, what if a dog was a person? And I could have <laughs> sex with
0: it. <laughs> Woof. <sighs> Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.
1: And then he just goes full, like... Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the
0: horror. I would like. I would like to see a uh, uh, maybe not a horror. I, I stretch the word horror, but maybe more of like a psychological
1: twist I to would, the Doctor Doolittle yeah. lore. That story told with a PG rating.
0: You're putting walls up in front of me, uh, and you want me to you want me to jump them, and mm-hmm. I'm going to try. Yeah, uh, that's that's it's yeah, all right.
1: It could be, I don't know. It could be pretty dark. You could yeah, you could really get you get very subversive with that. I feel <laughs>
0: like I would need the writers of Forky esques a question on Disney Plus. Because <laughs> we watched the three we watched the last three, and one of them was about being swallowed by a Oh, no, it was about being a leader. What's a leader? Okay. Right? And all through the episode, there is a conga line happening with other toys. Mm-hmm. And so the show is basically at answering the question for you of what is a leader? It's like, it's this person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but Forky gets into a conversation with a toy, uh, toy mouse who's like a police officer, that's right, part of a toy set, and the mouse ends up talking about like the partner that she had way back when and how they both got like eaten by a cat. Mm. But like, you know, her partner, didn't make it, but she did. And then there's this whole animation of like where she went. It's like Dante's Inferno. It's like where she went through in the cat, mm-hmm. and like she was in the stomach where it all smelled and it was bubbly and this and that. And then it gets like you get to the end and you're like, how are they what's how are they gonna do this? Like, and she's like, and then I was in darkness, and she goes, and then I saw a light open up, and it was <laughs> <laughs> this is circle opens up, uh-huh. like, me, Sean, and Kaz, and 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 Jessica are just like oh my god this is <laughs> happening and she's just like and then i escaped and i fell into a big pile of sand you know and i was like mm-hmm. wow this might be the weirdest one we've watched yeah you know so i feel like i would need that kind of mind to give me a pg psychological
1: yeah Doolittle turns into dr moreau yeah movie. yeah
0: yeah i need that mind well everybody we hope you enjoyed this extremely brief episode on Doolittle. yeah it's, even I, though we've talked for an hour and seven.
1: Yeah. Now that I've heard it all, I would suggest not listening to this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry if you'd gotten to this point because, yeah, my, my wholehearted recommendation is that you just – Ignore the existence of this movie in every possible way. I'm going to take this not worth your time and yeah. put it in the front. Yeah. Says the <laughs> intro.
0: Now that I've listened to all this. Yeah. My suggestion is you just don't listen to this. Episode. Yeah. And, <laughs>
1: and what you're what, even what you're going to hear is shorter than what I just heard. Yeah. You know, Big time. <laughs> I was here for Big the whole time. thing <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, just, <laughs> just move on, man. Uh, all right. That's all I got. Yeah. Don't go see Doolittle. Yeah. Maybe you could just cut this episode down to the, like the the three minutes we spent on Bad Boys for Life and just make it a Bad Boys and for just Life do it. episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That would be good. Yeah,
0: That might be all right. Uh, do we want to tell our li- listeners what we're going to do next week?
1: We're going to do something next week. Cool. Yeah, mysterious. I like. Yeah, that. I'm sure no one can figure out what we might be doing in January 2020. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Well, I assure you, our, our next conversation will be. There ain't going to be no Doolittle on it. Yeah, no. I'll <laughs> tell you that much right now. So There's going to be no Doolittle on it. Yeah. Um, this is very true. Yes. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Yep. Have a good week.